Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the clubhouse. This is episode 74. The Miami Dolphins, Oakland A's, Boston Celtics, baby, and Philadelphia Flyers episode. I am your host, as always, Tej Butler. Sitting next to me today, good friend, Big Dill. Dill, how you doing today, man? Uh, you know, I had a nice day off of work being, uh, Monday, the MLK day, so, uh, you know, just kind of chilled out. Shouts out to Martin Luther King. <clears throat> yep, yep. So, just enjoy the day off, long weekend. Yeah, Looking ups and downs. Work tomorrow, ups and downs, yeah. though, for sure. Long weekend. <clears throat> well, yeah, we'll get into that for sure. Doge! How are you all the way up in Cleveland, my man? We're hanging in there, man. Had a little bit of snow on the ground today. Sure. Uh, melted by the afternoon. Uh, well, wound up going into work today, but... Uh, yeah, still, me too. You me know, too. Obviously, being Martin Luther King Day, uh, watch, you know, a special on, on him and to really just, uh, you know, it's a cool... I don't know. It's been a cool day. Uh, Always a great day. They got the good hoops special going on right now too from the NBA, which is always great. Some marquee matchups. Absolutely. So, <clears throat> well, we got some marquee matchups to discuss here this evening. One of the marquee matchups, or the players, is in this marquee matchup. James Harden to the Nets will be our first quarter topic. So get ready for a little debate there about that trade. <clears throat> Second quarter, we will uh, recap the AFC playoff. Uh, championships and uh, predict who we think is going to the Super Bowl from the AFC. Third quarter, we're going to do the same thing, but for the NFC. So break down those games and then predict who we think will be in the Super Bowl. And then fourth quarter, we're bringing it back. One of our favorite segments. We need to heat it up. Little Hail Mary hot takes here for 2021. So stay tuned at the end for that. That's going to be a great segment. But first things first, as always, we got to warm it up. So you know what? I'm taking the rock this time. I'll, I'll go first. Why not? Warm her up, man. Why not? <clears throat> Get her cooking. Ladies and gentlemen, this is an incredible stat brought to you by Taylor Snow, Boston Celtics reporter. So if you're looking for some good Celtics stats, give him a follow. The Boston Celtics have not won on January 17th in 10 years. Now we got whooped up on by the Knicks here. This past game, granted, we haven't played in a week due to COVID protocol, but still, January 17th, not the Celtics' day. Last time we won on January 17th, our lineup was, and my goodness, is this not one of my favorite lineups we've ever had, if not my favorite lineup ever. Rajon Rondo at point guard. First of all, everyone here is a Hall of Famer. Ray Allen, shooting guard. Paul Pierce, small forward. My guy, KG, at power forward. And the big shamrock himself, Shaquille O'Neal, at center. One of my favorite teams, even though he was hurt most of that year. So, shouts out to the boys. Hopefully we can get a win on January 17th next year. Maybe we won't play on it and just avoid it altogether. So, <clears throat> what a wild stat. Um, interesting to see and just one of those quirky things about sports, you know. You never know. January 17th, just not our day. So, Doge, I'll kick it to you. What do you got here for your warm-up? Why don't you uh, drop a little knowledge on us? 
Absolutely. I mean, it sounds like you got to avoid January seventeenth at all costs. I think that's got to be the option. Yeah, I just got to call in. I just got to call in sick that day, man, or something. Can't no? afford to be dropping L's like that. No, 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 no. Over this, uh, over this quarantine, I've been. I got into <clears throat> Formula One, which was something I had never really paid a whole lot of sure. attention to uh, growing up. But it was that Drive to Survive show on Netflix that got me into it, so I started watching it. And okay. uh, one of the racing teams, Big Shakeup Renault, was the former name. They rebranded as Alpine. They just dropped all of their designs and livery for their new cars for next year. So sure. It was pretty big news. They were posting all about it, and uh, they look pretty fresh. So they'll be looking pretty sleek driving around on the tracks next year uh, with some top dogs, too. They signed some, signed some quality racers. So That's big time. Top dogs. Yeah, we'll drop that in there, dude. Give, give Formula One a look. Heck yeah, why not? That's great. I'm looking forward to more updates on, on the old Alpine team. <clears throat> oh, you might get some. They're definitely not the superpower. It's Mercedes there. But, uh, That's all right. Hey, you know, oh, sometimes yeah. we like rooting for an underdog. The old Mercedes. Hey, of course. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Big deal. Excuse me. God bless you and yeah. uh, warm it up here for you, brother. All right. So I'm doing a little bit more of a deeper dive on that Boston Celtics thing here. So go for give it. Give the stats team a second here. It's going to take a. I'll be there by halftime, maybe. Okay. Um, wow. So. Uh, essentially, as far as my usually don't do this much homework. I'm proud of them, you know. Well, I'm you know I'm getting there. So, <clears throat> as far as my warm up, um, I just want to talk about how the old Dookie Blue Devils, did yeah, college hoops here, out of the top twenty five after falling to five and three uh, with a loss to Virginia Tech earlier this week. Uh, it's the first time. In 91 weeks, since February 8th of 2016, they have not been in the top 25. Have you guys already read my entire thing here? Mm-mm. Okay, do not. Okay. Who do you think, and for how long, has the longest streak in the top 25 as of right now? In the top 25 as of right now? Now that Duke so, is not in it. So Duke was... Just left. Duke was at 91 weeks. Okay. They were not first. Okay. So how many weeks and who do you think is first for the most weeks in the top 25 consecutively? Like Michigan State, maybe? Um, like, no. Kansas, I would say, probably. Yeah, that's what it's got to be. They okay. got it. How many weeks? 150. Yeah, Kansas is the team. How many it's weeks? Kansas, okay. Oh, it's got to be way more. Like 232. Wow. 229. <laughs> well, let's go. Uh, so, with them having 229, Duke had 91. That was second. And then Gonzaga is now in second with 87 weeks consecutively. So, that streak's going to continue on, I'm assuming, as well. Uh, we always see... You know, or think about the Blue Bloods of College Hoops. You know, UK, Duke, Kansas, UNC, Villanova as of recently. Yeah. Um, you know, Georgetown. And, and Bill Self just has built a program that, I mean, every single year they're just top 25. I mean, they might not be the best team overall, but they're always... They're always Sometimes they are, a, though. Correct. Right. You know, like, they've gotten they're a just lot of, good. <clears throat> they're just always right. good. So uh, I guess it was congrats to him and 
just wild that Duke is a uh, five and three out of the top twenty-five. So think about this too. Did like, you see the? Did you see the stat where um, neither UK? Okay, yeah, I was gonna ask. I was gonna ask about this if anyone had this stat. So because I, I haven't, saw this. I haven't, I haven't seen out? it, but I wanna, I wanna, I was intrigued about it. So they were all out of it. Yeah. It's it's UK, Duke, and North Carolina all being out of the top twenty-five. How long ago do you think it's like? What year do you think it was last time that happened? Like nineteen eighty or something, dude. I have no idea. <clears throat> Still? Even, no, but they were probably good then. So like, like nineteen thirty? I don't think if they even existed then. That, that is a little deep. I think what I saw was nineteen sixty four. I think was what it was. Yeah. It was definitely in the sixties. <clears throat> Crazy, dude. Absolutely insane. So it's almost been... I can't wait to pop that off the office today. I was talking about it. Right? So. It's almost been like Tomorrow. 60 years close to it. Yeah. Since last time that those guys have all been out of the top 25. Just been a lifetime. Yeah, a whole... Yeah. Just crazy. Yeah. So... That's nuts, though. Man. Good little stat bits there. Definitely. All right, let's move on. Quarter one. Great warm-up, everybody. I think we're ready to go. Somebody who's ready to go right now in this close game between the Nets and the Bucks is James Harden, who got all of his wishes. <clears throat> Quoting to him, you know, they were not going to win in, in Houston. It was over. His time was done. So who do you think is the winner of this Harden trade? I'll give the details here in a second. Do you think this makes the Nets the favorite in the East? And then I got I got a little bonus question here for you at the end. Um, but first, let's go. The Nets receive James Harden and a second-round pick from the Cleveland Cavaliers. And you're like, what the heck do the Cavs have to do with this? Don't worry. They get some great stuff here at the end. The Rockets receive Victor Oladipo. Yes, that's right, Victor Oladipo. Dante Exum and Rodney Kurucs. As well as four first-round picks in... <clears throat> Excuse me, three from the Nets in 2022, 24, and 26, and the 2022 pick from Milwaukee. And they have pick swaps with the uh, Nets in 21, 23, 25, and 27. So a bunch of picks there. A lot of protections, though. So we'll see how it all shakes out. But at least probably four, maybe five first-round picks, depending on how it goes. The Pacers receive Karis LeVert. And the 23 second round pick from the Rockets. Now, recently it was discovered that a uh, small mass was found on his kidney and he is out indefinitely. So, really, really hoping. Thoughts and prayers to Karis LeVert. Hoping he comes back fully strength, full, ready to go. That's really scary. Apparently, you know, maybe if he never was traded, they would have never found this and he could have, you know, potentially died or been in, in worse shape. So, uh, a little bit of a blessing in disguise, maybe that he got traded. Um, was going to be a great piece for the Pacers, but right now we're not sure when he'll be back. So just hopefully he's healthy. And the Cavs, big Dilly's Cavs. Yep. <clears throat> just make out like bandits, dude. In my opinion, they just give up a second round pick and they just absorb Jared Allen and Torian Prince. If I'm not mistaken, correct? No, you gave up Dante Exum, right? They gave up Exum, and I think, I thought the Milwaukee pick. Oh, yeah, that was their too. pick. You're right, you're right, you're right. You're right. I forgot, so I forgot who owned that. Second rounder in Exum, and Jared Allen is. Dude, great young player. Mm -hmm. Wait, 
when is that? 2012. Mm. Maybe that's the season that he met. Did all the other ones check out or no? Or is that just what? the first one you looked at? Dylan's <laughs> stats team is calling BS on the, the Celtics stats. Oh, really? For the January 2012, 17th? January 17th. Celtics over the Raptors, 96-73. Interesting. Listen, you got to fact check. I, uh, so, I went and confirmed it was 1961 the last time all those teams were ranked together. It's been goodness. 60 years. Yeah, 60 years on the dot. Oh, my goodness. So I'm, I wasn't trying to fact check anybody here. I was trying to find an average margin of loss or defeat. We, I mean, we put up a 40-burger loss last time, the, the other day, excuse me. 105-75. Against the New York Knickerbockers. I guess, yeah. Not 40, but dang close. So how about this trade? <laughs> I was saying, are you got anything, Dale, or no? Like, <clears throat> he, he pulled it over like he had something for me, and that was all he had. I just wanted to fact check with making sure I heard that correctly, that that was an inconsistency. I guess. But, I don't know. I'll have anyway, to check his mentions, bro. Um, so as far as, uh, you know, this trade... Obviously, I think this puts the Nets in a pretty good position. Yes, they lost some good pieces, but it's James Harden. First game in his debut. Hey, what pieces? Just a 32-point triple-double, 14 assists, 12 rebounds, almost with a quadruple-double, if you include turnovers. You had nine. Sure. So <laughs> It's just getting used know. to the boys, you know? I think it's going to be fun watching him. I mean, it has been for five minutes. Well, probably this game is getting now. really nice, Doge, if you don't have it on. Yeah, the Milwaukee. I'm watching in my room, unfortunately. I don't have the proper sign-ins right now. Ah. James Harden is the only player in NBA history with 30 points, well, 30-plus points or 10-plus assists in his first two games yeah. on a team. Huh. What happens when you get a you see perennial how, all-star? So. You see that big picture of him smiling, too? Like He just looks like he's just the happiest dude ever. So good for him, you know, honestly. Also, Dush, by the way, I think this uh, game's gonna get one point game, Steve. one point game in Brooklyn or Brooklyn's up against Milwaukee. Two minutes left for a little update for you there. Sure, crazy, good game, very good game. Um, <clears throat> I think it was just a good trade overall. Like everyone kind of got pieces. It was a it was a big trade. A lot of people involved. Uh, a lot of teams. A lot of uh, players. Picks. There's a lot of involvement here, and I'm very curious to see who established the beginning of this conversation. And, like, like some insider stuff. Was it, okay, hey, first move was to contact Durant and James have been, like, playing this, I guess, before the season started. Like, to try to get him on the nets. So, who knows? Yeah, but... Are you saying, like, the actual trade? Correct. So, I heard... The Pacers had to talk to the Cavs first, and then they brought in Houston, and then Houston talked to the nets. Like, what breakdown like that's what i'm curious about i heard they were searching all day for a team to take jared allen and they couldn't find one until they because they were trying to include landry shaman in it and mm. nobody wanted him or something mm. and then the Cavs were willing to give up like their pick or something and i heard the sixers were not willing to give up ben simmons and tyrese maxi so that's why theirs fell through but which i'm very thankful for because i'd rather see him in a nets jersey than a sixers 
I mean, him and yeah. Well, maybe. Who knows? Uh, they're both pretty lethal options. I'm just saying because I don't like the Sixers. So, Fair enough. And I like James Harden. Yeah, sure. And what's Rivers going by now? Glenn. Yeah. His real name, Glenn. Yeah, Glenn. Glenn. Yeah, don't don't come at Glenn like that. I'm <laughs> I'm uh, I'm with you, though, Dill. I think everybody wins in this trade. I'm really bond for the Pacers. Um, but like, hopefully that like saves Karis Levert's life, maybe. So like, could be a nice blessing in disguise, like I mentioned. But he was going to be really nice on the Pacers, so that was a really good win for them, I thought. And getting rid of Victor Oladipo, guy who didn't necessarily want to be there anymore. Um, the Rockets get a big haul of picks to replace all the guys that James Harden, or all the picks that James Harden had him throw away for all the players they added that he didn't want, and then he demanded a trade. So they got their big war chest of picks back. They got Victor Oladipo, which, by the way, five years ago, if you would have told me their starting lineup, I would have been like, oh, these guys are competing for championships, no doubt, right, with John Wall. Victor Oladipo, Depot, Eric Gordon, PJ Tucker, and Demarcus Cousins—like, my goodness! But a bunch of injuries obviously derailed a bunch of their careers. So bummer either way. But they're they're still a fun team, and I, I like that team. I think they're going to be good. They're going to be really fast, I think, too, especially with Christian Wood, who obviously is oh, not, yeah. not in that five-year-old team because he's a fairly new player. So they're going to be great. I'm looking forward to that. The Cavs, like I mentioned, make off like bandits. Getting two starter-level guys, or at least a bench guy, and Torian Prince. And Jared Allen can start for the team if they want, but I know they have a million bigs, so maybe he won't. But, I mean, he's either sure he's a he's a trade piece they could get for somebody else, you know, or they could trade one of their other people to get somebody. So I think that's a great pickup for them. Same with Torian Prince. And now the Nets have potentially assembled one of the, if not the greatest big threes of all time in terms of offensive firepower, maybe the three best isolation players ever. Like, I'm talking one, two, and three, potentially right there. Um, you know, obviously there's some other guys in history, but in today's market, those are some of the three best ISO guys ever, some of the best shooters ever. So if they can all, like, share the ball and and really buy into their team and they, they get that old – Sun, seven seconds or less, Steve Nash kind of offense with D'Antoni, and they got Amare there. And uh, I really think they could be good, and they can give the, the Lakers a challenge here in the finals. So I think the Lakers are going to go. But if they don't, and there's a bunch of drama, and all these guys want the ball, and, and they're getting lazy, and they don't play any defense, then, yeah, I'd, I they're probably going to not be great, and this might not be the best trade. But um, I saw a lot of people comparing this trade to the – um nets trade that they did uh, a while ago thank you by the way for Jalen brown and jason tatum brooklyn in that trade but i don't see this trade being the same because james harden is much better than paul pierce and kevin durant or kevin garnett and uh jason terry i think we gave them last time he's much better than them and also the owner is probably not going to change his mindset like Prokhorov did and go ah you know what i'm not trying to win i don't want to spend this money i'd rather just make money and, and buy a new stadium or something, whatever his plan was. So I think they're in a much better shape to contend for a couple of years. And if they can keep Harden around, then, yeah, they certainly are. Maybe I've heard some people saying they could flip Kyrie for some potential other pieces since Harden and KD look so good. So who knows? But either way, they're in a great spot to compete, and I think they're going to be a good team for at least a year or two. So I think everybody everybody wins, like I mentioned. 
Doge, what do you think about this trade? Who do you think won, and what do you think about this big three? I, mean, I think the trade did work out for everyone, but I think as far as the winners are concerned, I think it's got to be the Rockets. They got Victor Oladipo, who obviously has had his, his issues with injuries, but has proven that he can be an all-star level player. They got Dante Exum and Rondi, Rodney Karooks, or Karooks? How do I Karooks, I, I believe. Karooks. Okay. But anyway, they, they get those two other pieces, but they also get four first-round picks, right. two of them in 2022. Yep. And then you get the pick swaps, just getting the better picks in between them and the Nets, which Nets probably aren't going to have great picks anyway. But for 21, 23, 25, and 27, like you're just guaranteed a better pick than them. That's so nice to get that haul when mm-hmm. you know that Harden wanted out. I feel like typically when guys ask to be sent away, you usually don't see as big of a haul for it. Right. And, uh, and they still wound up bringing home just a, uh, load of picks along with some guys that can fill in and play right now so you know i think i think that's a win for the rockets but obviously like you said um you know let's get james hart he's in peak form right now you know he's playing a lot better than like you said paul pierce or or kevin garnett when they were traded over there and you know the Cavs getting jared allen he's a dog, and they have so many bigs, but this gives them a little bit of room now to probably ship Andre Drummond off, who's sure, an yeah. expiring contract, just to send him to a contender that needs him right now. You're not going to be able to pay him next year with all these other guys that you have. So get something for it now and start Jared Allen, who I think could be you know, a great player for the Cavs. I think that's exactly who they would need, is such a strong, young, big like him. Right. My problem with the Rockets haul is Victor Oladipo can just walk away at the end of the year. So they didn't really get a player. Like, if I was them, I would have taken Ben Simmons and whatever else and some picks from the Sixers. Because that's that's a player you've got under control for, and that's an all-star caliber guy. They don't – Victor Oladipo is not going to be an all-star in the Western Conference. He's going to be a good player, but the West is just too talented for that, obviously. But – I just, I don't know. I think it's a great pickup, but I would say that they obviously made out the worst, but that's because they gave up the biggest piece in James Harden. But like I said, everybody really won. I don't think anybody lost per se. Mm -hmm. But if Victor Oladipo walks at the end of the year, that's a tough pull if you're just getting Exum and and Kuruks. But if you're going full blow it up rebuild, then maybe, yeah, you you do want just all those picks. And let's say Kyrie. But, you know, if you wound up making the trade to get John Wall getting Russell Westbrook out of there too. And you're kind of taking gamble on some of these guys that have had the injury problems. But if it works out, then maybe some of those guys want to stick around team ball that they have now that this no doubt. disruption's out of the way. Oh, if Victor Oladipo mm-hmm. likes to resign, I think it's a, a very good trade. Especially too, like, this trade can get even better if the Nets blow up and they don't like each other and it doesn't work and, like, they're all gone. Like those picks could be incredible picks, just like they were for the Boston Celtics. But they could also be like trash picks if those guys are just together for a while, and they're just really good. So yeah, they can always be used to to swindle other trades. Like we'll give you these two. No doubt. No doubt. Else, you know that's something that they can throw in there if the Nets just have incredible records and are never going to have a quality first rounder. I agree. I just would have. I would have tried to get the best player that I could have back and that would have would have been why I would have tried to go for Simmons rather than getting Old Depot and a bunch cuz I think you could have gotten picks with the Sixers too 
Sure. But probably so. Either way, I I think what it was a great great deal. Dill, what do you think? Would you have gone with Simmons or, or do you think you're with the picks and Vic and the boys? I mean, with a new new GM, new coach, just get your picks. Yeah. Maneuver Steven things Silas out there. Yeah, just maneuver things around and figure out the assets that you want. Understand how this team's going to do. Is this the coach that you want? Like, are they playing the type of basketball that you know when you had the conversation of bringing him in? <clears throat> that he was talking about how he wanted to play. Are the players fitting that style? Um, I don't know. I just feel like GMs really want to do their own thing. So I feel like cleaning house is probably best for them um, to try to move forward and get past this James Harden era that they just couldn't find a way out of the West. Sure. West is a tough gauntlet, and they had some really good teams. Some really good opportunities, and they just had missed opportunities. And I heard somebody say, and I think this isn't a false statement. Maybe you guys think differently. In the past, maybe I don't know, five to I don't know, six, seven years. Besides the Warriors, they're probably the best team, like franchise in terms of like being able to compete and like they they made a bunch of moves, but they're always around the top, always competing, like. Yeah, the last maybe two years weren't great, but yeah, I when mean, they had Chris those, Paul, they were really rolling. Like that team two, was unbelievable. I would say uh, Westbrook didn't really work out, but they were still great, and they still had a good like kind of small ball mentality that was interesting. But I would say Golden State, Houston, uh, the Clippers probably, and then maybe Oklahoma City are the top four in the West for the last. Toronto, I would. Oh yeah, West. Yeah, in the West. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. But, like, the Trailblazers are a step below that. Like, even though they're good... Nuggets, they're Nuggets might be up there, but not really. Because they're um, very recent. I mean, up the, I mean, Spurs didn't make the playoffs last year, but they right. were... Right. Um, yeah. It's just... They, they weren't were at the top, though. Spurs. They like, just found ways in. Say it again, Doge. I was saying, like, especially Kawhi Spurs. Like, how many years ago were we really talking? Like, those guys were dogs. Um, I'm thinking, like, since the run... I'm the thinking, like, that started. year that he's hurt. Like, you know, when he gets hurt... That's like when it kind of they're like the Rockets are like pretty really good. Yeah. Like and that's when the dynasty kind of started for the Warriors because Zaza freaking Pachupis stepped on Kawhi's foot, and then he got traded to Toronto because that's when he actually got hurt and he went on rampage mode. <clears throat> I think that was the, the Warriors' first year, if I'm not mistaken. The Warriors, I think, began in 2014. Yeah, that sounds right. But yeah, I, Spurs are definitely an all-time. I mean, they've went to the playoffs for like twenty years. Like the last two decades, definitely the Spurs. Oh, they're yeah, they're, they're Spurs, the Lakers. The team that you can think of, like that's that. probably it. Celtics, maybe I guess, maybe Cavs, maybe Heat. No, Cavs. Once LeBron left, the Cavs. Were booty. Yeah, they were booty cheeks. And then once he left again, they're booty. <clears throat> All right, bon- Last bonus question. Okay. Before we go, we go football here. Which trio do you think had the most firepower as far as Kevin Durant's teammates? Russell Westbrook and James Harden, Kevin Durant, Kevin Durant, Clay Thompson, and Steph Curry, or Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving? Dill, I'll give it to you first. Just quick little bop. This is, it seems like an easy one. You would think. 
but because it's already happened, but you don't know what's going to happen. Um, because there are two, uh, two previous things that have happened, and one that's right in the middle of it. Just we don't even just know. fresh, a fresh one, right? But dude, that Katie, Steph, and Clay team. That's an all decade, like yeah. But you're, team. but you can't do the team. I'm just talking like the, the right, the just power. the firepower of those guys, which like is still all time. Like right, the two best shooters, and then also the best all around scorer maybe of all time, Kevin Durant. So like, and they're all solid defensively. Yeah, Katie's super long. He can be on the ball. Steph for right, something. But yeah. Steph finds a way to be. He's in the mix. In the, there's no doubt. Right in the mix, He's and Clay is is a you know known as one of the better outside. Uh, James Harden most points through first two games with his team, top ten of all time, and number one. With Houston. And number one with Houston. Wow, Kyrie Irving number two with Brooklyn. There, everybody's getting a good debut for Steve Nash is getting the boys rolling. But yeah, I would I would say for me it'd have to be the Clay, Steph, and and Katie and Golden State. Doge, similar? It's got to be Golden State, dude. Katie and Steph. Just because of when he was there at that time, like, those guys were the top guys in the in the whole league in scoring. Like, I mean, I know Harden was out there. But at the time that Durant was at the Thunder, like, Harden was still, you know, kind of a role player on that team at the time. And Russ was, you know, he was Russ, but he wasn't quite MVP Russ yet. Right. Yeah, I think that one's easily the third. That's just because yeah. they're all younger, and you know, and James Harden was a sixth man on that team. That wasn't really. I think that them going through the growing pains on that team has led them to have no doubt. a lot of the dog in them that they have today. No doubt, all of them too. Like, yeah, man, if that if it was possible to keep teams together like that, oh, the Thunder, would the be, Thunder buddies, dude, would be so awesome. That they would be, would be and dude, I remember those whiteouts in the arena for them too. That stadium, and it would just get for sure. smoked out from the like pregame stuff. Mm-hmm. It was like hazy, kind of similar to when the Nets, uh, how the Nets game was. Yeah. Like that's how I imagine it probably looked at Barclays. Yeah, I, man, this is so tough, dude, because it has to be the Warriors. But then you're like, man, oh man, every up. single one of these guys on the Nets is so goddamn good, man. Like James Harden is. All time good. Kyrie Irving is maybe the best post scoring point guard of all time and has maybe one of the best handles of all time. And then Kevin Durant, like we've mentioned in all three of these phases, is just all time freaking the Slim Reaper Kevin Durant, the Durantula out here just getting buckets all day long. I think this Nets team has a chance to be better than the Warriors team in terms of firepower, but they won't have the defense, especially without Clay, who is an all time two way wing defender. The Nets do not have that, and Draymond Green is also on that team, and he was, is, was, is, probably will be all-time defender. Yeah, Iguodala. The Nets have firepower, but they do not have the defense right now, especially with Jared Allen not being there. So, if they played a game, I would say the Warriors would win. But if they did like a three-on-three pickup, I would say the Warriors would win. But who has the most firepower, and who can just like, if I could like. You guys are, give me three guys to get a bucket. I think you can just give it to any one of those three guys and get a bucket. So, I don't know. 
their team, those three players could score easily 120 points. And yeah. no one else would have to score on their team. Sure. And they could score 120. I, I, could, so I could believe that happening some game, for sure. Like, Joe Harris has nine points, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> like, no one else has scored. DeAndre Jordan with a dunk. Right. One of seven shooting. So I think the Nets have a chance to, but right now I'm going to say the Warriors because they've done it and they've proved it. That was the best team of all time. We all watched it, and they murdered, just murdered the Cavs and Braun in those games, which was unfortunate for the King. But All right, let's move on. Second quarter here, folks. Dill, we'll let you talk about the old Brownies here in a second. But let's go Bills Chiefs first, or do you want to you want to go Browns first? What do you want? You want to rip the Band-Aid off, or do you want to keep the scab around for a little bit longer? Uh, I'm good. It it is what it is, and there's nothing I can do now. So, <laughs> well, let's I'm go. Just, I was just sad about it. That's all. Obviously, with a what a game. Pat Mahomes goes out due to concussion or whatever the heck that was. I mean, obviously they ruled a concussion, but that, what a weird like hit. Not your typical. Conventional concussion hit, if you will, I guess is my point. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but speaking of concussion type hits, yeah, that Rashard Higgins fumbled. Oh man, tough ball into the uh, end zone for a touchback. And you got to be able to review targeting. I feel like so Sorensen's not going to be suspended for a game, but he's probably going to get fined. So it's like nice. How can you do that, like, after the fact, but you can't do... Like, that was definitely a game-changing play. Like, going into half, being down 16 versus being down 9. Did you see that? Yeah, that was strange. Um, There's LeBron in this game. They just tipped the ball off. Lakers, Warriors. He They just tipped the ball off, and he just throws it, like, 20 feet in the air. Back to Casey Erd Schroeder. So weird. <laughs> Very bizarre. Carry weird. on. That's what we were referencing. Um, no, I mean, like, it was just, it was disappointing that, I mean, we had a great season, obviously from the standpoint of getting to the playoffs, obviously from the standpoint Incredible of being able season, to, dude. to beat the, the, beat the Steelers, uh, beat the Steelers dude. at home. That's a W. Um, I don't know. I mean, it was just disappointing because it was such a likable team. Like they had just like crazy moments throughout the season. A lot of lot very atypical Browns with some comeback wins like cardiac yeah. Browns a little bit. Baker playing well. Baker played really well down the stretch. Yeah. He, he was he was good. Shame he, he didn't get one more chance, bro. I Oh I mean, my gosh. When it was fourth and nine with four minutes to go, even though it was almost an automatic loss if you didn't get it. I think it was almost an automatic loss to punt the ball back, too. I think... I don't know, dude, because... Listen, listen, listen. It's tough. It's just... Knowing tough. of like how things happened, I'm going to probably say that. Right. In the moment of the game, I was not comfortable with punting the ball. Because my thing is, one, they can still run on us. Our run defense is suspect. Mm-hmm. Two, Chad Henney's been in the league for so long that it's like, dude, he he's just been around, like... He's not good. That's why he's not starting. But we've seen backup quarterbacks come into play and make the plays needed to sustain a victory. And it's the Chiefs. They have the weapons. And you saw what they did at the end of the game where it, no one thought that they were going to go for it on fourth and inches. And then what a play, they man. just called Tyreek Hill out to the flat after mo- Like, when you have weapons like that, I don't know. I mean, I'm looking forward to next year, obviously, already with – 
hopefully bringing most of the boys back. I think that if we can solidify our uh, our DBs and, and safeties, um, sure, yeah, getting you know our our guys healthy. Hey, you never know what free agency will bring. Be huge, and I think now for us, maybe we can land some good free agents if yeah you know, we can do that with saying hey like we're in the playoffs now. Stefanski's right? real. And I hope this isn't a one-year fluke because that would be such a disappointment to revert to something that would be old, old pastimes. Yeah, that would be terrible. Or it's like, dude, this is – we finally believe. Can you just get a taste and then it. Because, I mean, as Browns terrible. fans, being as loyal as we are, like I know, I, I'm sure there are other franchises that have very similar loyalties and respects for their team, but um, – as Browns fans, like I know what it feels like. Like even though we've sucked plenty of years, I'm still rooting for them, still supporting them. I still have a, a thought like, oh, we could maybe win this one, and then we we don't, we blow it up, you know, out. Um, OBJ coming back, hopefully. Need uh, that for I, sure. I would love if you know we just had a couple more weapons there. I want to see Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt just run the ball. Offensive line getting healthy again. Um, Going down to our, our third string left tackle. Yeah, that's tough. That was something that's just like, you know, it's hard to beat the champs when you are not playing perfect football. And not that you need to play perfect, but in certain situations you have to have. You got to play perfect football in Kansas City, man. You right. To. I mean, as You're best gonna go you there. can, as best you can to win the game. And, and there are a couple of missed opportunities that we didn't have. Although we, a couple of missed opportunities that we did not take advantage of. Hey. You know what they say, bro. On a Cincinnati. Anything is possible. <laughs> Ugh. <laughs> Pat Mahomes tweeting that from the locker room after the game. Um, one thing I heard on a podcast, part of my take, you might might have heard of it. You probably have if you listen to sports podcast. Um, Big Cat pointed out something that you kind of mentioned there a bit too, Dylan. Is like, you might be like excited a little bit. Like, oh shoot, Pat Mahomes out of the game. We got the backup in. But like, Guess who's not the backup? Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, Andy Reid, the offensive line. You know, like, those guys are still the same guys. Tyreek Hill's still the fastest dude on the planet. You know, they call him Cheetah for a reason. It's not because he's slow. Like, he's going to get open. So if Chad Henney can throw four yards, five yards, guess what? They're going to get a first down. And granted, that was a crazy play with the fake, and then, you know, they're not going to call it, and they're going to call it, and then the the cadence and Tony Romo's freaking out and going bonkers, but I don't. The Chiefs are the Chiefs, and they're super good because Andy Reid has a maybe the biggest playbook in the game, and that's because he's got some of the best weapons in the game. And I don't know. I'm not surprised that that happened. I, if I was the Browns, I would have punted because I wouldn't expect Chad Henney to make a play like that. The defense is playing pretty well um, against him. They just had a pick against him, so. The thing I would have done, there's some timeouts maybe that you got to change a bit. The but, challenge was tough. Yeah, that was a really bad challenge. But it, oh, LeBron will no looker. Um, the last three or four. Either way, it was a great, great season from the Browns. And if at the beginning of that year, this year, especially in 2020, I would have been like, Dill, you're going to go to the playoffs and you're going to beat the Steelers. Then you're going to lose the Chiefs. You'd be like, that's it. You're lying. That's an incredible year. I'd love to see it. Like, beating the Steelers is like winning the Super Bowl. Like, like it's not the same. 
But just for the trash talk, and I heard this one Steelers reporter say this too, he's like, it will never go away. Like, it'll be brought up every year. You're always going to be like, well, yeah, we beat the Steelers, you know, 2020. 20. It'll go away once it becomes a, a tradition at that point. You know what I mean? Like, where it's like, oh, like, we beat the Steelers. Like, we have their number now. Right. When, We've had ours since Big Ben's gotten there and even before then. Like, was it 17 years they hadn't won uh, there? Since 2003, they've lost 17 straight games in Pittsburgh. That's what it was, games. My gosh. And Ben has the best record against any team in NFL history against the Browns. <laughs> so not only was he seventeen and zero at home, but he also won however many games in Cleveland. He has a, I think, a ninety something percent win percentage against go. them, which is against any single team in NFL history the best. So it's like, yeah, he had our number. Surprised Tom doesn't have one with one of his, but Josh, what what do you think about the old Browns? Yeah, what's the vibe up there in Cleveland? Have you experienced anything? Oh, people were a little upset, for sure. Uh, talking to people at work today, everyone there's, you know, if they're from Cleveland, they're a Browns fan. And, sure. You know, obviously upset with some of the some of the mishaps. Obviously, like you mentioned, the, the touchback call with, uh, with Higgins fumbling, you know, an inch before the pylon, ball rolls out of the end zone. Call probably should have been, you know, targeting helmet to helmet. And, you know, would have given the Browns the ball right there at the one-inch line. Otherwise, you know, well, I'm on the other side of it, ball goes out of the end zone. That's a Chiefs ball at the 20-yard line. Yeah. I feel like that rule's just got to be changed. I mean. Oh, dude, least, I like it, bro. If the, ball, if the ball goes out of bounds on the 20-yard line, you get the ball at the 20-yard line. And, but if the ball goes out of bounds in the end zone, the other team gets the ball. That just, I feel like, you know, sure, put them back at like the five, put them back at like the ten, like make it so people aren't throwing the ball through the end zone to get to the one, but, you know, give them, give them something, you know, because they, I don't know. The Chiefs didn't recover the ball either, but they, they were gifted that when it should have been a touchdown or a targeting call, you know, so that's, that's super brutal uh, for the Browns there. Um, you know, and obviously the, should you have punted? Should you have gone for it in your own territory at like your own thirty? I don't. I don't know. I probably would have punted. You know, Henny just threw one of the worst interceptions I've ever seen. It was bad, dude. It was bad. It it was really bad. And you think you maybe have him rattled? Give your give your defense a shot with what was it like three and a half minutes and a timeout? You know, you still have the two minute warning. You know, if you can get him to three and out, you may even. You know, you right. even have a minute and a half left, a minute 45 to drive down and, and you know, get a shot at it to, to get another touchdown there. But, you know, if you don't get the fourth and – because it was fourth and long, was it not, when you guys punted the Fourth ball? and nine. Yeah, so, I mean, risking it for that much yardage in your own territory, I mean, you don't make that, and then Chad Henney can just sit on the ground and then kick a field goal and run the clock out, you know? At least you're pinning them back in the – in their territory, and they had to make a try for it. Right. My thing is, so if you do go for it, you don't get it, you have to hold them to a field goal and basically don't allow them to get a first down. Same as if nothing really would have changed except for field position, where if you... Yes, obviously, if you go forward on fourth down, you miss it, they score a touchdown, it's over. 
Well, if they were to score a touchdown, it either way it would be over. Didn't he already miss a kick though today too? The... He had three missed kicks. <clears throat> so yeah. like maybe he's gonna miss anyway. So you have good field position if they take it. I don't know. Either way. So because at that point it would have been twenty-five seventeen. You'd have to go for two to tie it, obviously, but I don't know. I think that the Chiefs would have been more in the orientation of we should score here rather than just get one first down at our 40-yard line or wherever the ball was. Where I don't know. A lot of lot of what-if situations, but... No doubt. So my understanding, like, one thing I want to understand more is clearly is, like, why is almost everything reviewable? I don't get the targeting Except not reviewable. Except for you can't review it, and that's like such a bad like bad thing they want to get out of the game. Like that should be reviewable. Like they should want everybody yeah, to be if, if you're be banned from doing that. Concern is player safety, and you can't even review. You know the helmet helmet calls that you've been trying to eliminate from the game. I mean, what what's the point of the reviews for the other calls? You know. Yeah. So they were reviewing pass interference a year ago, and right, you can't review helmet to helmet. On, like, the biggest play of the game, like, game-changing play, and at that which point, caused him to fumble into the end zone, which I don't think is a bad rule. Like, all you got to do is hold on to it for a bit longer. But, yeah, if you're going to get hit with the helmet on your arms, you know, somebody's torpedoing into you. If you're going to have an illegal hit like, that causes that, that needs to be reviewed. I totally agree. Like, they should have, re- like, because they're already reviewing it, like, once you open it up for review, you should be able to review anything. Don't you think? Like, like hey, we're reviewing this play. Oh, around, look at that. That's targeting. Like, like, I would say, the like, not open up to, well, was there an offensive holding here? No, like Something obviously. like that. Like, it, it would have to be related to the ball. Correct. And the play for where it was marked or like if down somebody, Yeah, whatever. like, right. So maybe that's that's the change needed to be uh, had or right. done, whatever. Either way. Whatever verb you are doing. Wild game. Such a bummer for the Browns, but great season. It was probably one of the better games of the weekend. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, like, I never really thought the Rams-Packers was close, even though the score at one point was a seven-point game. Like, it didn't feel close. The Ravens-Bills game. That was all right. That had some drama. I thought that was all right. It was not what I wanted it and lived. Like, it didn't live up to my expectation, my height. That's fair. Um, and then the Buccaneers game last night. That's good. It was a good game. I just didn't see much of it, unfortunately. Like, yeah, no. yeah, I agree with that. Company over, bro. Not the move. <clears throat> um, Doge. I'm gonna swing it to you for a little Bills <laughs> Bills Ravens recap. What do you got for me? Really? Absolutely. So low scoring game. Yes. Really for for a lot of it, Lamar was not really feeling it, pass yardage or rushing. Like he really couldn't get a whole lot going on. But the Bills were kind of the same way. Right. Um, you know, they had one one big play uh, that really got them. You know, their their lone touchdown on offense. And then when it came down to it, the third quarter was just wrapping up, and the Ravens had finally put a drive together, and they got down to the eleven yard line. And Lamar Jackson, for the first time in his NFL career threw a pick in the red zone. Before then, he had had 49 passing touchdowns and zero interceptions in the red zone. My gosh. And he throws his first interception, picked off in the end zone, and returned 101 yards for a touchdown. That just completely turned the game around. Yeah. score right then was 10-3 Bills, brought it up to 17-3 Bills, and they were able to kind of coast 
Uh, Lamar comes out of the game late um, with an injury, and, you know, the, the Bills just finish off the game. But that was a huge turning point uh, where it looked like the Ravens were about to score, probably tie it up, and instead, 14-point uh, swing. Now they're down two touchdowns suddenly mm-hmm. off, of, uh, off of a wild pick. So it was a wild game. Uh, Bills fans all really hyped to win, obviously. They had some there uh, in Buffalo again. So a good home home crowd for them. And then a lot of the Bills fans after um, wound up donating, and they're still donating. I think yeah. they've done over $350,000 to Lamar Jackson's charity. I'm sure he got hurt. Yep. Um, so good for them. Bills Mafia tends to step up in good ways. Uh, yeah, they're sweet. <laughs> yeah, but um, good on them. Obviously, hoping Lamar recovers quickly. No doubt. And, uh, but a solid, solid game by the Bills. So, I, I mean, I'm pulling for them now, especially – um, because they saved my my fantasy season in week sixteen, which sure. down in Spawn Days. When I was projected to lose, they uh, they came back and won. So I'm I'm pulling for the Bills. Good for them. They they helped me win. I want them to win. I like it. I like it. I feel it. Um, incredible recap, Dodge. Thank you. Quick take I got here. First of all, Lamar's interception was not a good one. The corner really baited him. He probably should have saw him there. Whatever. People need to get over it. Like, why is everybody hating on Lamar so much? Like, we're, like, looking for reasons to to chop him down. Dude's coming off an MVP. 1,005 rushing yards. Like, like I said, just not a great throw, but, like, he needs more weapons, um, in my opinion. Like, Doge, you just said that's the first time he's ever thrown a pick in the red zone. Exactly. That's incredibly surprising to me. Because who the heck does he have to really throw too. Like Mark Andrews is big a big guy, but and Marquise Brown is alright, but they really don't have any other weapons for him and, and I mean they need a big number one receiver and I think that they really could could benefit from having having some weapons. I know JK Dobbins is coming around. Um and so just to quote Mr. A Rod, the bad man himself, people just need to relax when it comes to Lamar Jackson. You know, yes, he's not Patrick Mahomes. He's not Joe Montana. But he's one of the best running quarterbacks we've ever seen. He's working on his throwing. He's going to improve. On top of that, the Bills are the team of destiny. Seem like they can beat anybody. Josh Allen's rocket arm and Stephon Diggs seem to be like they're the best duo since I don't even know who. Maybe Peyton and Marvin Harrison. They just have some kind of connection. So, yeah, they lost to a team that might go on to win the Super Bowl, but it's not like they had a bad season or, or people should – I saw some people saying they should trade Lamar Jackson. What That's the, absurd. What the hell would you do that for? It's like – That's absurd. Let's just cool it on that and, like, let's let Lamar be Lamar. I guarantee you he's going to make it to Super Bowl sometime in his career, at least be around in the playoffs for the next probably 10 years because he's that dynamic. So Their defense is good, but if you give them the same defense that Flacco had way back when, their team would have been nuts. Oh, my God, right. Or if you give them Steve Smith that that Flacco had, or um, I can't even think of the other guys. Torrey Smith was a good deep ball threat. Jacoby Jones. Jacoby, yeah. Not Hollywood. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, he's like... I don't even know. Willie Sneed is, like, old, and he's their next best guy, and he's not that good. Des Bryant? Like, come on now. Right. Yeah, he, I mean, Dez off, the, Dez off the couch, and I love Dez Bryant, but he came off the couch to play for the Ravens, and he, they were using him. Like, they got to get him a, a receiver, for sure. 
So I think they should go after Juju. They should go after T.Y. They should go after um, – there's another big receiver out there. Go up in the draft and get Devonta. Yeah. Maybe. Who knows? Jamar Chase, dude. Oh, yeah. Either way, they got to get him a receiver. Yep. So, um, also, shouts out to the Bills. Bills Mafia. They're just legends. So exciting for them. Like, it was exciting to see the Browns there, too. But, like, obviously so exciting to see the Bills. They haven't done it in so long. All the fans that were in the stadium, incredible. They, they were super loud, too, which is awesome. And I'm sure they're having a kick-ass time. So enjoy Josh Allen and enjoy going to the AFC Championship. Good luck in Kansas City. They are going to need it. Big deal. Any Bills-Ravens recap, final thoughts? Um, no, I mean, like, it was uh, it was fun to see the Bills in there. Yeah. You know, like. Bills-Browns would have been, like, what a. If you would have said that at the beginning of the season, man, how crazy would that have been? Like, hey, man, come here. I would have licked our chances. I'm from the future. I got a little hint for you. Put a little ticket on Browns, Browns, Bills, AFC Championship. You'd be like, what the heck are you smoking? I wonder what that stat was for the. Uh, yeah, the odds for that for yeah. the plus fifty thousand. Yeah, I was gonna say forty eight thousand. What I had in my head, so I don't even know. Would have been nuts. So, congrats to the Bills. Congrats to the Browns. Congrats to the Ravens. Congrats to the Chiefs. All great seasons so far. We'll see if the Bills and the Chiefs continue it on. Speaking of, and Dill, I'm going to swing it right back to you. Quick, will Mahomes play, and who do you think is winning the AFC Championship? I think he'll play. I think it's the Bills' year. Team Destiny. Feeling I just, uh, plus, I don't want to say the Chiefs win now. I never want to see them win again. Dude. I hope Pat never wins the The Chiefs Super Bowl. hater in you already is really, it's getting, it's already bothering me. Like, like what, what the heck, man? Pat Mahomes is so awesome. Oh, sure. But when you have the first time in however long your team just taken away from you. Hey, do I still dislike Case Keenum because he beat the Bengals in the playoffs? Yes. Not a huge fan. I so mean, I get it. But I'm just like, man, Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs. Yeah, I mean, like, Legends. by the time I need him on a fantasy team, it could change. There's no doubt, right? Like, come come draft time, you never know. But the day after a, a loss, and I'm still being bitter about it, like right, of course. Yeah, I mean, I hope that the Bills win. I hope that the Chiefs don't even compete. And uh, you think he's Bills playing? Win. You think Pat's playing? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Dosh, who do you have winning this game? Who are you rooting for? And is Pat Country Roads Mahomes take me home playing? I do think Mahomes will play. Yeah. Uh, you know, it, the the athletic had a uh, research study where the median time for 29 different NFL quarterbacks to return from a concussion between like 2015, 2019, the median time was seven days. Sure. Um, so, given a full week, I would imagine Mahomes coming back for the AFC Championship would be fitting into that median time. They're going to be, yeah, you know, making sure he's following all the all the right protocol to make sure that he's cleared to play. Um, totally. But with that being said, coming off of a concussion, that whole Browns-Chiefs game, you saw Mahomes struggling with a toe injury that he got early yeah. on in the game. He was struggling, really couldn't run around as much. Um, you know, if that gets aggravated at all, he could really be dealing with some mobility issues there. And stepping into the throws could also be a challenge for him, too. I mean, he can just arm sling it as much as he wants, but I think with 
you know, that taken into account, uh, the Bills could definitely shake it up. And I think I'm actually going to gonna take the underdog Bills there going into Arrowhead. Um, that's who I'm rooting for, and that's who I'm picking to, to beat the Chiefs. So I would like to propose that they just send Pat Mahomes and Josh Allen out to the goal line just see who can throw further. They just give him like 50 balls. See so you can launch it the furthest. Oh, I like that. Just average, average it's, throw distance. Yep. Yeah. Give him like, I give him a timer too. Like make it be real. Get some music in there. I don't know. Oh yeah, I'm in. And then five extra points to. Yeah, if you hit some, yeah, you hit some target. You hit some target, and you get extra points or something. Um, that'd be awesome. Um, but no, seriously, two of the strongest arms in the NFL, maybe ever. I know John John Elway, Marino up there too. But these guys can sling the rock. So I'm looking forward to that. I think it's going to be maybe Big 12-esque with points being scored because these offenses just move and they've got really talented players on both sides and they can both pass. Um, Pat Mahomes is playing this week. I well, I could bet that a La- I, you could put a Lakers tattoo on my forehead that he's going to be playing this week. Like That's how confident I am. Wow. Like, how is, like, Are we doing that? The only way he gets ruled out <laughs> is if they actually are like, Pat, you physically are not able to play. And even then, I feel like he's just going to be like, you can't hold me out of this game. Yeah. Like, I just, the stage is too big. I think even Roger Goodell's like, hey, Doc, like, that better be a clear concussion, like, slip there, huh? Right? Like, I need I need Pat for some, some ratings. And I hate to oh, say yeah. that, but... There's no way he's not playing. He gets the gets the start. I I would imagine less people would tune in. Totally. Well, I mean, Andy Reid already said he's doing fine. Jay Glazer too. So there's he's playing. That's my point. My point is he's playing. Yeah. It's also, folks, the home of the Chiefs. I just I love Josh Allen, team of destiny. If Pat Mahomes is feeling good, I'm not betting against him. So I'm not picking the Bills here. I'm taking the Chiefs, but my goodness, do I want to see the Bills go because that would be awesome. It would be so awesome. I'm, I'm thrilled at almost every outcome that we could have for a Super Bowl here, to be honest with you. So I'm just looking for a great game, and I think this is going to be a great game. Any other AFC final tidbits here, gents? No. I think we covered it. I think we got it. Let's move on to halftime. Doge, where can we find the Cheap Seats Network social media accounts? Oh, doing the Cheap Seats Network? Oh, excuse me. Well, you might be able to. Wow. Make Dill guess the SN? SN, dude. I can't do it. I was going to say, if you had an SN on the spot, I would, but... That's still showtime. Give me the clubhouse then, Dush. Excuse me. <laughs> you can find us on Facebook. It's the clubhouse. And on Twitter and Instagram, you can find us at clubhouse underscore TCSN for the Chief Seats Network. So give us a follow, like, subscribe, all the above. <clears throat> yeah, give us a rate. Give us a review. Why not? Absolutely. Five stars. We appreciate it. Big deal. Your time to shine, bro. Yep. Yep. So Facebook, pretty simple. 
Mm-hmm. The Cheap Seats Network. Again, Facebook, The Cheap Seats Network. Mm-hmm. Network is one word. Yeah. Uh, Twitter, at The Cheap Seats SN. Mm-hmm. At The Cheap Seats SN. For what? I've got a great one. Doge? You have one? I guess. Um, Mine is Sad and Joku. He played really well. Yeah, he was good. Interesting. Yeah, I know, right? That's a good one. Topical, relevant. I don't think mine has any relevance. Of course not. It's gonna be like Space Needle. To bring back Listen, our Space Needle is a good one. He's gonna hit it with us. Hashtag Save Our Sonics. My guess for SN is going to be Stefanski Noodles. Ooh. Wow. Okay. SN stands for Sparkling Napkins. Oh, what the heck? At the Cheap Seats <laughs> Sparkling Napkins. Sad joke. I'm telling you, these a lot of times are the first thing that come into my head. That's fine. I'm going to get it next time. I feel like you don't even decide what it is until you hear our guesses. Right. He's just, just like, damn it, dude. Sad and Joku was it. Like, I can't just give that up. Like, that's He's like, it's, it's not either of those. And it's going to be... Napkin uh, over yeah. there. Sparkle, sparkling napkins. Yep. Okay, so I will admit, I think I already used the N that I was going to use. So I did call an Omaha at the line of scrimmage before I asked you guys. Fair enough. Unbelievable. To napkin. Huh. No wonder. No wonder. Originally, it was going to be um, sparkling nymphos. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, okay. I feel like I'm hey, you used... never. I don't. You don't knock it till you try it, does you? <laughs> you never know. Uh... <laughs> yeah, I'm kidding. Right. Sparkling, probably not. Not ideal. Let's carry on, folks. <laughs> NFC Championship. Coming out of halftime. <laughs> we had Packers, Rams, Buccaneers, Saints. Dillo, I'll uh, I'll give this one to you first here. Sure. A little Bucks, Saints. Give us a little happy mood now that you Browns are they're out of it. You're, you still got your boys in. So the, Fire the benefit to being uh, you know, a fan of two teams here, uh, one in the AFC, one in the NFC, is that I have a a uh, chance for them to actually one time both be in the Super Bowl against each other. Uh, nope. It won't be this year. So, the Buccaneers in Tampa Bay. Solid victory over the Saints. I'm glad to see them beat them this time, even though the Saints absolutely racked us the first two games. Uh, first game, prime time game down in Tampa. They We didn't even look like a football team. Um, Happy for Bruce Arians, happy for Tom, Gronk, uh, Godwin, Mike Evans, and all the boys that have been there for a while. You know, I'm, I'm glad that we could prevail against the Saints, and I'm just kind of tired of the Saints being in the playoffs. Like, Oh my gosh, 
Drew Brees is retiring and you're just tired of him? Like, he's just like, about to cry? And you're like, yeah, get him out of here. I'm tired of the Saints. Yeah. Come on, dude. It's just ruthless, man. Tired of the Chiefs. I'm tired of the Saints. And Dill's just not having it with anybody, man. He's not, dude. He's salty. He's day after a loss. Hey, I'm he's in on the Bills. Drew Brees. That's not fair. Don't do that to Drew. I'm in on the Bills. That's all he's got for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's a shame. A shame to just see Drew go out like that. I hope he maybe comes back, tries it one more time. I don't think it'll go much better. I guess potentially mm-hmm. he just looks a bit too old. His body doesn't seem to be doing what his mind, what probably can, because he, you know, he's got an incredible mind for football there. So he's got a good brain. It's tough. Michael Thomas, no catches, four targets. Like, what the heck's up with that? So maybe there's something going on there. Yep. Yeah, he uh, went from he went from zero. best in the league to like, what the heck is this guy doing? Yeah, unbelievable. Like, yeah, totally, totally agree. Just where the heck was he? So, I mean, first of all, you're not going to beat Tom Brady three times in a season. We knew this. No. So once the Saints beat him the second time, I was like, ah, well. That's going to do it. Nope. No one's ever done it. No one's ever beat him twice till this year. This is the first time anybody beat him twice, I think. They hadn't. Uh, the same year? People had before, I think, from like a rematch. Like if it was like, I think it was in the regular season twice. Because I think otherwise it would have been like the Colts beat him in the regular season and then the playoffs with the Ravens too or something like that. Sure. So this, this would have been the only time that they would have lost the same team three times in a year. Obviously it didn't happen. And it wasn't going to happen because it's Tom Brady. It's the playoffs. He doesn't lose, like especially not to that one. Like that one's that one's a pride one. Like it's Breeze Brady, they're the old guys. Like I'm not going to be the old guy that loses. Like I'm not going to be the one. Like that's Tom for you. This is a tough game overall. Like for a while, like it was. I mean, up until the very end, what the score was a ten point difference. Like the game was a one point or a one possession game. The right. Time. It was a good game. There's no doubt. Um, so, uh, it's just tough, tough to see old, old, uh, Drew go out like that, so we'll see. Um, not much to say about Rams, Packers, and we kind of briefly touched on that, like, a little bit earlier, Dale, I think, but Packers are good, they're great at home, Rams are really banged up, so, that's a tough one, but I, does, what do you, give me Buck Saints here for you, I forgot. I'm going to hit you. Then you go Rams. I'll get back to my Rams take. I, I saw the Bucks winning that one for sure. Um, yeah. Just a really banged up Drew Brees. Uh, still yeah. just playing with cracked ribs. And, right. <laughs> um, you know, like you said, Teach, beating any team three times in a year is hard, let alone beating Tom Brady's team. They've got the film on you. You know, it's, it's, it's crunch time. You know, these are the games that they're – working towards the whole year. And uh, I was telling my sister this when we were going over picks for her little pool she was in. I said, you know, it's really hard to beat a team three times in the same year. I, I'm going bucks on this one for sure. And they wound up taking the dub. It's what I saw coming, you know, like you were saying, T, it's very sad to see Breeze go out on kind of, you know, not like a, not like a big bang, but just like a little, you know, whisper kind of with a empty Superdome. It was just a weird, weird night. But, uh, you know, it's it's what I saw coming. I yep. 
I, I would hate it if that's how Drew Brees' career ends, but wouldn't be shocked either. Um, but yeah, so for Bucks Saints, that's you guys. You guys touched on it a lot, though. Um, you know, Bucks kind of sealed it with that one-yard Brady run with what was it like four to play? Yeah, I think so. I don't know if ten. I think so. That was that was the the sealer there for sure. But it was definitely a tight game, like you were saying, Dill, all the way through uh, up until that point. Yeah, I mean, and then Godwin almost had that crazy touchdown. That could have really busted it open, too. So, yeah. Um, but overall, good game from the Bucks. They're looking good going up to meet the uh, the Packers there in Lambeau after they beat the Rams. Like I mentioned, Packers really just looked dominant. Rodgers looked great, just dicing everybody up. Um, Aaron Donald was hurt. Jared Goff was hurt. So two of their most impactful players. Um, Jalen Ramsey, decent game, but not his best game. So when you don't have those guys hitting on all cylinders, I don't think Cooper Cup played either. So, yeah. I mean, you're, that's just not – those are the Rams. Those four guys are the Rams. You know what I mean? Cam Akers was incredible. Um, so that he'll be good, I think, for a couple of years as well. Definitely their their main back to, for the future. But sure. when you don't have those main guys, you're not gonna you're not going to win, especially not in Lambeau. Especially not against Rodgers when he's on his game. So, um, the thing I don't get about the Packers is why do they look so good and they come to a complete halt and they can't do anything? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Because they looked really efficient. Like they could do whatever. Like they were just kind of messing around with the Rams. Mm-hmm. And then they've done this earlier in the year too where like they score a bunch of points and then they can't score and kind of let teams back in. I don't know. Maybe they changed their play call. I just don't understand the methodology there. Like, is it like a schematic thing where it's like, hey, we've had this league, we're going to try a couple things, you know, maybe and maybe they get out of rhythm because of that, or is it... Maybe they're easy to make adjustments against. Right. And they, you know, they're like, always start out hot because they're planned, but then people can play against them. I don't know. I'm curious to see what looks worse. I mean, they, they had the first round buy in the NFC. Like, what they've been doing is clearly worse. Totally. First time, though. Whatever sort of changes and twists and turns they make to the scheme, you know, get get some dubs. So, No doubt. And then this is the first time uh, Rodgers ever had home field, I believe, as well, for the NFC Championship. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. So he's, you know, like I think you were going to say he's. Yeah, oh, yeah. 0-3 oh, oh and three and. In yep. all the NFC championships, but he's never been home. So that's something to think about. He's he's one and three. He's zero and three in his last three. So he obviously oh, won. That's what it is. That's what he won, won one. Obviously, he's, he's won one because he's been to the Super Bowl. Correct. Three, right. Last his last three though, he's zero and three. Um. So, well, let's get right into that, boys. First of all, shouts out famous Jameis. Incredible trick play. <laughs> Hilarious. That LASIK looked like it worked out on that play. So good for him. Um, topic number two, as you mentioned, does Rogers zero three in his last three trips to the NFC Championship. Tom Brady looking to add potentially a seventh title in his tenth appearance at a Super Bowl if he can win this weekend. Who do you think is going to make history here? Um, and go to the Super Bowl. Big deal. Swing it to you first. I mean, I gotta believe in the Buccaneers, man. Yeah, they have a lot of weapons. Uh, I've been trying to read up on if there's any information on Antonio Brown's uh, MRI for his knee. 
Um, not that we necessarily need him, but it's just another piece that we can use. I'm sure business will be booming on yeah. Sunday. And, um, you know, I, he's been quiet for us. Like, I've liked him on the team just because he hasn't been that wild, everything's about me dude that has become his career and his legacy the last however many years since it started in Pittsburgh. Um, when you know, whatever went, happened to him after Vontez messed him up, it seems like he's calmed down a smidgen, or at least we're not hearing about it. Right. Potentially, which is... I think maybe a little bit of Tom, maybe a little bit of Bruce saying, hey, cut the shit. If there's any of that, you're out. I'm sure he realized, too, is this is probably your last chance, brother. If you don't right. get it together with Tom again, no one's going to take you anymore. Like, right. That guy's not going to put up with you, so... Uh, I think that if we can keep our running backs healthy... Um, you know, Ronald playoff Jones Lenny, and, dude. Dude, playoff Lenny. He's a beast. He had some good runs. He looked good. Looked he, right looks on good. His feet. he looks He's good. He looks just a bruiser, freaking tank. This is yeah. kind of quick too. Um, healthy offensive line. I think we'll be okay. It's cold up there, brother. Yeah. Tom Brady's from the cold, man. Like, yeah, sure he is. Yeah. The rest of the teammate. Doesn't matter. Maybe. It certainly ain't a Apparently, dome. it ain't a dome. Let me tell you. All I'm telling you is. And. Go ahead. The opportunity for them to go play at their home stadium for the Super Bowl. It's like, come on. I know. That is probably a good reason why they have to do it. They'd be the first team, I believe, ever that would yeah. would do that. And then also, to counter your point about it, the cold not mattering, I've heard multiple professional players on multiple podcasts and platforms, saying that there is just something different about playing in Lambeau Field in January. It's so cold. Like, catching the ball hurts. Hitting other people hurts more than it does. Like, it's just different. So I'm not saying that it's going to really affect the game, but it is somewhat of a factor when it's just every, you can see every breath everybody's taking. You know, like, there might be snow on the ground. You know, that would be I would great. Love to see a big Give me a snow, snow game. game. Oh, I need it. Man, oh man, that'd be sweet. Um, and something else I was gonna point out too is, for every debate that anyone has ever had ever, well, is Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers better quarterback? You know, well, we're never gonna get to see him in the playoffs. Here it is, folks. You're gonna get it, and it's gonna be incredible. Like these guys are geniuses. Aaron Rodgers is a magician at the line. Tom Brady. Might be a zombie at this point. I don't know how he keeps his body going. He's a freak. He can still throw it. We just talked about Drew Brees, you know, potentially retiring. Tom Brady looks like he might be getting better. Like, I don't know how that is the case. But, my goodness. I mean, I can't wait for this matchup. Everybody's always talked about it. We thought we were going to get it in a Super Bowl, but we're getting it in the next best thing, a championship game. So, I can't wait to see it, especially in Lambeau, too. Like, just put, put more history in here. Why don't you? Like, oh my gosh. So, I love it. Can't wait for it. Um, I I think that... Nope, not doing it. Can't do it. Won't do it. Tom Brady, Bucks are going to the Super Bowl. Come on. Uh, it's yeah, I'm not betting against Tom. Just like I'm not going to bet against Pat. I won't do it. But, I mean, Rodgers is probably going to slice him up. So, who knows. Especially after the last matchup they had. So... Doge. And, last little thing, they might bring uh, Vita Vea back. Oh! He's he's uh, taking off. Yeah, he's taking off the IR list. 
Not sure if he's going to be able to play, but he's not on the IR anymore. Major factor. Yep. Major factor. Too. Dang. Okay. Well, now I'm glad I picked him. Doge. <laughs> Who are you picking again? Or did you not pick? I, I haven't. Yeah, I haven't. Yeah, I was just I didn't think so. Oh, yeah. Who um, you got? Give me your breakdown. So, Bucks gave the gave the Packers a pretty big beatdown earlier in the regular season. Um, big beatdown. Oh, yeah. Um, but I I do like what I've been seeing a lot with Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams. Uh, Lazard's been a solid connection for mm-hmm. the Packers as well. He had a couple drop balls in this last game. Um, but it was still, you know, a quality outing for those guys. Uh, Aaron Jones, Aaron Rodgers, obviously some pretty solid dynamic weapons, and they played well enough to have that first round by in the NFC. And Tom Brady, obviously storied career, uh, has been playing out of his mind as for as old as he is. Like you were saying, T, it seems like he's getting better. It's almost like the LeBron factor for, for Tom. Right. But, um... I think this game being in Lambo, like you guys mentioned as well, um, just is gonna play, you know, favor Packers in January in Lambo uh, for me. And I think you know it's gonna be a shootout. I think it's gonna be a close game, and I think the Packers are gonna wind up edging it out to to get to the Super Bowl there against the Bucks. Sure. <clears throat> Obviously, that Vita Vea addition would be huge. Um, Big time. You know, Packers, Packers did just go against, you know, kind of a injured Aaron Donald. So if Vita Vea is not 100, you know, they, they definitely will be able to to still work that, that defense. Um, but that would be a, a huge addition as well. Mm-hmm. Doge, too. Somebody you got to mention when you're talking about the weapons. Robert Tanyan, man, he's been incredible. He's kind of making a name for himself as one of the top tight ends it seems like right now or it really seems like he's got a good connection with Brad or uh rogers so and that's always so huge to have that reliable tight end option as well mm-hmm. um, so i mean for brady he's got you know Gronk there as well and then yep. Brady. so Brady you know, as well great. yep all right <clears throat> well that's for sure looking forward to it i know all the like i said all the super bowl super bowl possibilities are going to be Potentially incredible. Well, all of these quarterbacks are great quarterbacks. Um, all these teams are good teams. So it's not like there's one team where you're like, ah, oh, man, I don't know. These are all going to be great games. So really looking forward to seeing who who comes to the Super Bowl and, and you know how this shapes up. So, so Aaron Rodgers yeah. losses in the title game. Yeah. Okay, so he's lost his last three, which was Seattle. Yep, Russell. Won the Super Bowl. Won the Super Bowl. Oh, here we go. Atlanta mm. would have won the Super Bowl minus Tom Brady coming back. Yeah, greatest comeback of all time. San Francisco would have won the Super Bowl. And then uh, the Giants. I don't know about that one. I still have Pat Mahomes, but yeah. Back in, uh, was he, Rodgers, was he? Huh? Was he there in 07? He's 1-3. Yeah. Okay, so he wasn't there. That's when they won. Um, right? No. The Giants, that's when the Giants beat them to go into the that was Patriots an, I don't game think when that, they beat them with David Tyree. Was that the championship game, though? Uh, NFC title game. Okay. 2007 for the 2008 season. Okay. Yeah. Excuse me. I said that. Yeah, I was like, that's all right, but 2000. So. Yeah. 
My point is that they pretty much most of these teams that well, all the teams they've lost have either won the Super Bowl or were the very close, stuff, right? Without an exceptional game happening, oh, that means the Buccaneers could win or be very close, right? <laughs> you never know. All right, boys, moving on. Let's get let's get to it. Everybody's been waiting for it. Hail Mary hot takes for 2021. I say we just go around, just read, like rip them off one at a time that we got. Um, which one do I want to go first? All right, I'll rip it. <clears throat> Hail Mary hot take 2021. The Pittsburgh Steelers will finish fourth in the AFC North this year. What's the record? I don't know yet. I need to see if Big Ben comes back. So it could be not a lot of wins. They're like, good, pretty good team, but they're just going to finish fourth. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Still? There will not be an NCAA tournament again this year. What? Dude, that's a lame take, but I, I could see it. I could see it though, but I don't know if they can afford that dough. This is really why. But that's a lot of people testing, etc. I know they planned to do it all in Indy, so yeah. at least trying to centralize it, do a little bubble maybe. Just put everything. Yeah, they they were gonna do it all in Indy or uh, yeah in Indiana. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's where the NCAA is headquartered, though. They can kind of control it there. It's just kind of where college basketball, you know? I, I just think think of college ba- like just basketball <clears throat> in Indiana. Hoosiers. It's a little Hoosiers action. Just, just freaking Larry Bird. The sure. hick from French Lake. Uh, Dude, give me one of your odd takes. I think that. Joe Burrow will be starting week one for the Bengals. Mm-hmm. 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 I'm going to double down on your Cincinnati starting day ones. I'm going Trevor Bauer re-signs with the Reds, starts opening day for the Cincinnati Reds. Please, my God. I need that to be a, a oh take. Oh, my goodness, dude. Stop it. Come on, Doge. God, that'd be awesome. You're going to get me all excited. Dude. I'm going to send him this audio clip. Be like, Trev, we need you, babe. Come on. Do it. Why not? Front of the pod. My goodness. Dude, he'd be a good guy to have. I would love every bit of that, dude. He'd be incredible. I would need to, like, I don't even know. I'd, I'd do a he lot of... He just so much energy into my Reds fandom. Doge, it's I'm already, glad. It's already so high. Doge, watch his most recent free agency video that he posted on his own YouTube video. The things he talks about, it's like, dude, the Reds are still in this. Don't count them out. But we're probably not leading the pack. But we're still in it. And he gives us a lot of good praise to the Reds on, uh, I think it's Momentum is his channel. But he like gives a lot of good praise to how they let him experiment with stuff. And they really were cool about him trying new things and like pitches and stuff. And he said he really appreciated that and is looking for that similar atmosphere. So maybe he's trying to do it again. Please. Hot take, Trevor Bauer. Bring him home. Dill. Give me one. Sticking on the Bengals and Reds. Ooh. The Bengals will have an indoor practice facility by 2024. That was my hot take. 
Mike Brown, a little bit, will spend some money. Mine was free agency this year. Again. So uh, it might have to be one or the other. So you're right, though. If we're starting looking good, he's going to have to give us one. I think that a good Joe Burrow Mm -hmm. be like, look. One Joe Burrow tweet, and then he's buying it. You know what I mean? Well, he's going to have the city taxpayers pay for it. Well, yeah. That's what I mean, buying like us to buy it. Just like the yeah. stadium. Right. Yeah. Yes. Concrete jungle, baby. Let's go. Ooh, 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 ooh. The big bowl. Doge, give me one. I think the Rockets are going to play better and more efficient. Ooh. I they... think it's just the team ball, dude. I think the team, the locker room vibe wasn't there. They're four and seven right now. Um, but I think once they get all these guys in here and situated, that they're gonna they're gonna make themselves into a, a playoff contender. So I like to. I hear think that. it's gonna be a good move for them in the long run. Sure, love to hear that. Sure that they they do as well. I'm sticking hoops here. Okay. You might think this is homer call. You might think this is a stretch. Okay. But Jalen Brown will be a top five MVP candidate this year, and he's playing like it right now. So if he's just he's just got to keep it up. First in the East? Maybe not after the Knicks loss. We were first in the East. Second right now. Yeah, figured with that loss. But, I mean, he's averaging a 50-40-90 in terms of percentages. Like 27 points, 25 points, somewhere in there. Um, I mentioned a bunch of stats the other day about leading the fast break points, three-point percentage. Playing incredible. So, Jalen Brown, top five. Don't forget it. Don't sleep on him. Big Dilly. I know you got one more in there. Yep. Two more after this one. Ooh, okay. My SN sparked. Oh. Sparkling, sparkled. Yep. A little uh, brainwave thinking that for this year's finals in the NBA will be Suns Nets. Wow, dude. I, first of all, I will never, ever root for Chris Paul harder in my entire life than if he hits Suns Nets. My gosh. That would be amazing. I hope so. They're awesome right now, too. That's going to be a lot on Devin Booker in the playoffs. See what he's really about. Big old DeAndre. D, old D-Book, yeah. DeAndre Ayton. Mr. PDs from last year. See if they help. Never know. I think it add maybe one more... Decent piece, potentially. You never like a know. a solid two-way wing. My goodness. That's great, though. Good for them. I I, I, I love that take. I would like to see it, except for Sun Celtics would be Primo. Yeah. Primo. Obviously not. Um, Doge? I've got one more here for you. I think okay. Tiger is going to win another major this year. Oh, wow. It would not get built up to 16. He would just be two behind Jack if he did it. I think he's just going to pull one out here, dude. I don't know if it's the Masters. Yeah, so if you had to pick, which one are you leaning towards? I think I would pick U.S. Open, dude. Okay. okay. U.S. Open a lot of times is more of like a, like guys aren't shooting a ton under par. Like I think if he's, you know, you know, two or three under going into, you know, Saturday, Sunday, like, that that keeps him in it. I think I think he could do it this year, dude. I think he's. I could see it for sure. He's playing well, feeling good. The Tiger documentary out, like a two part series on HBO right now. Like, there's a little Tiger buzz. Have you peeped that yet? 
I, I started watching the first episode the other night, but it was like 3 a.m. when I started it, so sure, I, I need sure. to continue it. Hey, I just started watching it. Hey, that's the doge I know and love. Up at 3 a.m. just banging out Tiger Docs. <laughs> hey, man, it was the weekend. I, I needed a little me time. <laughs> don't def- don't don't defend it, man. I was right there with you. I was just playing 2K, I'm sure. I love it. Um So, back to MVPs in basketball. I don't know how hot this take is, so I'll give you another one right after that will be hot. And I'll just give it to you immediately right off the press. But LeBron James is going to win the MVP this year. I think he will. And their team is too good. He's too good. I thought he was going to, like, take days off and really rest and, like, coast, and they're just not. So, Kelly Oubre, man. That's just shame. <laughs> Missing wide open dunks. Oh, That's dude. terrible. Um, so, I've got LeBron MVP. My other real hot take, because I don't think that that's hot. I think he might even be the leader right now. So, Disregard that as a hot take, I guess. But it's a take. Take it down. Place it. Maybe put a, a bet ticket in on old Braun. The Nets will be trading Kyrie Irving for Rudy Gobert. You've heard that here first. I'm making it up. I'm starting the rumors. They need a rim protector. They need somebody who's going to come in and not need shots and just do their thing. I think he's perfect for that. Kyrie, Donovan Mitchell little action there, you know, revamp that, get some more offense on the West Coast, compete with all the guards with everybody. Um, I know everybody's trying to get big, though, to compete with the Lakers, but I think the Nets need a big guy. I think that Kyrie, they're going to not put up with his antics as much now because James Harden and, and Kevin Durant seem to be an incredible duo. They're both getting, like, 30 points a game, just like Kyrie and him, and, and they're both dishing it out, and James Harden's a bit – like physically bigger than Kyrie, so he can guard some guys and also take a bit more of a beating. He's rarely misses games too, so I think they're going to have to trade Kyrie, and I think that Rudy Gobert is is the target I've got in my sights right now. We'll see if that changes. You never know. Maybe Bradley Beal just put Westbrook and Kyrie together. How hilarious would that be? My God, two opposite people, Kyrie Irving and Russell Westbrook, just put them on the same team. Oh. I mean, that would be incredible to hear this. It would be entertainment. Right. Pure. Pure. Uh, Dill, you had one more? Two more? I have two more. Uh, Rip them off. I think, Dose, you're done, right? Or you got one more? Nah, maybe I'd come up with one, but Dill, go ahead. Okay, okay. Uh, first of all, this Golden State Lakers game has been very entertaining. And the Lakers look They just look like they don't even care. Like, they're, they're moving just around a lot. A lot of action. Um, they're good. A lot of action. So, okay. <clears throat> Here are my takes. Final two. Pat Mahomes will not win another Super Bowl. <laughs> Ever? Are you just putting that down? Ever. He's, he won his single opportunity. Wow. You're ridiculous. Clip A. Media team, clip this bit. Save it. And I, we're going to pull this out in two in for three weeks. We're going to play this clip. Pat Mahomes will not win a Super Bowl. And here's my other one. Last one that I have. He's going to win. Get some bucks. 
Deshaun Watson will win an MVP and a Super Bowl in the next two years. Where's he going? Jets, Miami. Dolphins. I think the forty. I think the Forty ers need to just whip out everything they got and go get him. Shanahan with Deshaun Watson. I would. I would rather see him on the Forty ers so that way the Browns could have an easier path through the AFC. Like get another elite quarterback. Yeah, but then you're the just gonna see him in that Super Bowl. He's gonna be like, hey, that's fine. But there's just more gauntlet pieces that he'd have to go through to get there. Uh, yeah, but uh, sure. Like in my take, there's no way the Browns even get to this Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, I guess I don't. But if he's on the Jets, he's going to Super. You guys could beat him. Jets are wild. I was saying the Dolphins. I know. Even then, though, like Dolphins are fine, but. They don't have any weapons. That's why Tua isn't so great either, but... I think he'll... Yeah, Deshaun Watson is pretty good, though. Like, led the league in passing. There's no doubt. I think that he still has a ceiling that he hasn't gotten to yet. You know what we all don't need? Deshaun Watson on the Patriots. No. Like, I, I don't need that at all. You know who should really go get him, and there's no way they probably would do it because it's intra division. The Colts should just lay out and go get him with their defense. Oh. Uh huh. And that line, he's just gonna be protected all day long in a dome. Solid run pieces. Ty, some young, some young receivers too. But they're in the division, so I doubt they would do that. They don't want to be like, hey, let's just. Play the guy who's pissed off at us two times a year for the rest of his career. That's a great idea. No. That's why that won't happen. If Bob was still there, that'd be his first choice. What do you think about old Jerry Jones throwing back a little bit of that Johnny Walker and going, Hey, Dak, it's been nice, but I'm not signing you because you're not going to be healthy. Go get your money, brother. Let me trade for Deshaun. Deshaun's had more injuries throughout his career than uh, Prescott, though, hasn't he? Yeah, but he's healthy now. And he's under contract. So. So Stafford to the Eagles. No. Really? Deshaun to the Dolphins. I don't think I don't think anybody's going to the Eagles now. Carson to the Steelers. Oh, I need that. And then... I think I need that. I think Sam Darnold to the Steelers. <laughs> Please. Big, Big Ben one more year. Sammy D learns under him. Dude, he's not that bad, bro. The Jets are so bad. I just hate Sam Darnold. I think he's <laughs> trash. I'm going to have to find the Sports Center interview that he did. It was like a... Early morning. I'm just saying, give the man another interview. chance with like a great franchise. Like the Steelers are a franchise where like Mason Rudolph can be really good there. Like Sam Darnold's probably more talented than Mason Rudolph. Like I bet he could win a couple games. He just has happy feet, and I don't think he's that good. He can't talk to the media. He he. Hurts. They don't have one weapon in New York, but they I have a he... coach who could have been on cocaine the whole entire time he was Sam there. Sam Darnold could probably use some of his cocaine. He might need he it, no sure. Mental, no mental capacity. No. I mean, he's seen ghosts out there. That was an all-time. And that's because his coach is... Helping him see ghosts with the... <laughs> anyway, that's enough. Some hot takes there.
Some haters. So, Saints are talking about bringing Jameis Winston back in 2021. If they package, like, a couple... If they package, like, a first-rounder, maybe two first-rounders in Jameis for Deshaun, maybe another piece, like, who says no? Did Texans say no? Because they're in rebuild mode, dude. They just got rid of all of their picks. If they got, like, a first-rounder or two back... Yeah, but if I think they're getting that from the Dolphins and getting Tua, though, who's like, why don't I just get the guy who's young and could be good, where Jameis, I know, is going to throw me 30, 30 tutties, 30 picks. But I agree, Doge. If nothing else 30 on the, tutties is a good amount of tutties. 30 picks ain't. <laughs> I know. Yeah, 30 <laughs> turnover. you got to include the fumbles. A lot whatever. of fumbles. Whatever. It's bad. They're bad. It was bad. Either way, uh, there's I, if there's nothing else on the table, though, I, I would say they would take that. Why not? You're right. Yeah. They're definitely out. If they're trading to Sean Watson, are they going to trade J.J. Watt? Is he a free agent? He's definitely signed up, I'm pretty sure. That's what I figured. Like, how the heck are they going to let him rot out his career there? Send him to Green Bay. Although I've heard Deshaun Watson, like, is, like, will not play for them anymore. Like, not picking up their calls, not showing up to stuff. Not that I've heard that officially, but, like, I heard that, that he's prepared to, like... Off the record. Right. You know, the Texans have just completely collapsed. Like, it wasn't a year ago, dude, that they were up, what, like 21 nothing, 28 nothing on the Chiefs in the yeah, playoffs? 20-24-nothing, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And now this year they were 4-12 and they're was, trading everybody. That was their top of the mountain. And then they, yeah, they, they have there. gone downhill from there. Bill O'Brien... That in that game where they were up 24 nothing. Huh, he... Showed his true ignorance and let it go. Bill O'Brien, that is. I was like, Deshaun had nothing to do with this. No, in that game, because it's like... Yeah, he was bad. A good coach isn't going to lose that game. Well, so have you heard all the stuff that the Texans, like, that have been happening in the, their, the Texans, like, firm? Like, this dude from the Patriots, I think his name's Easter, B, Easter Bay, comes over and he's like... The I think the term for him is like the chancellor or something like that or the council, and he's the chancellor. Dude, I don't know what it's. It's something really weird like that. I swear to God. Um, The emperor. I know, right? Um, and he is like making all the decisions. Like hired the coach. Apparently, the or the owner paid this like research firm. Like a bunch of millions of dollars to research these coaching candidates and like give them like five options or something like that. The guy didn't use any of the options, didn't interview any of them, and hired this other guy for the GM position. Excuse me, not the coach. Um, and then Deshaun was pissed because he didn't get any say in it because he didn't interview Deshaun. It's like, what is this guy doing? Like, like I don't understand. Like, what the heck? Like, it seems like you're just trying to get fired. I guess like not taking anybody's advice but your own. Not really caring about your superstar quarterback, who, by the way, is like MVP caliber. It's not like he's like, no offense to Andy Dalton, but it's not like you're gonna bend the, you're not gonna bend the world for Andy Dalton. You probably would for Deshaun Watson. Like he's that good. He is that good. You would and should. Yeah, they would and they should and they haven't. Right. Like like DeAndre Hopkins is gone. What the heck is that? Their defense is garbage. Yeah, they got him some talent or some, you know, some offensive line help with Tunsil, but. 
I mean, he still got hurt and beat they up. Give him the biggest contract in uh, lineman history. I mean, I remember there was that year like, that he, I, there was that year he had to take the bus to that to the Jets game because he was so hurt from his ribs because they couldn't protect him. Like, no wonder he wants to get out. Like, I. He definitely should have had some say in who they were gonna look at and for GM and everything. And I'm not surprised that he wants to get out. I I will be interested to see where he goes. It's gonna change. The landscape of the league, I'm sure, because he's that good. So, absolutely. Um, any other hot takes? I got nothing. No, sir. No, sir. Let's move on. Buzzer beaters, then, here, folks. Um, I'll go first here. Mine isn't the best buzzer beater. I think you guys got some good ones. Um, Shouts out to Max Holloway. Big victory over Calvin Cater this weekend in the UFC. Great fight. Um, was talking shit to Dana White the whole time mid-fight, I guess. So, very interesting. When you're that good, you can just be talking smack to the... Like, that'd just be like if, like, Pat Mahomes was, like, calling out Roger Goodell and like, his pre-play snaps or something. Like, that would just be bonkers. So, good for him. Um, and then... <clears throat> a fight that I'm sure m- many people will be tuning into that are not... Typically UFC fans. This Saturday night, McGregor versus Poirier. McGregor knocked him out last time in the first round, minute 46 in. So, could be a quick fight, could be a good fight. But they've both drastically or dramatically improved since they both fought each other. That was pretty young in both their careers. Um, Poirier just recently was uh, fighting for the title, uh, didn't get it. McGregor's obviously been... Uh, had the title, lost it uh, to Khabib, moved up and down different weight classes. So this is going to be a great fight, and I'm really looking forward to it. I'm not hoping it's a minute 46, but maybe I got a little cheese on a minute 46. Who knows? Maybe I wouldn't be looking for that. But either way, <laughs> going to be <laughs> going to be a great uh, going to be a great fight this weekend. Looking forward to it. So Dosh, give me your buzzer beater. What do you got for us? You know, I was going to, I had a different buzzer beater, but I think I'm just going to use my time right now to just once again plead for Trevor Bauer to resign with the Reds. Yes, that's incredible use of your time. I again, and now I just need it. Doge, I'm serious. After this, go watch his video, and you'll be more hyped. Because I still believe. And no one's going to tell me otherwise. Because the video, he's just such a quirky, different guy. He's just not your average dude. So I could just see him being like, dude. I really like playing in Cincy. It was fun. Like the Midwest. I want to play in front of fans. I want to do some weird stuff. Like with my my team, I want to bring this franchise back. I want to Cy Young here, blah, 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 blah. Let's do it. So Let's do it. I'm really hoping so. So that's a great use of your time, Dush. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Diller, what do you got for us? Yeah, have you guys seen David Fizdale recently? You don't want to use your time to plead for Trevor Bauer to Come to Cincinnati Reds. Ah, okay, <laughs> sure. Go ahead. I have David seen. Fisdale? I have seen David Fisdale though. He's rocking mad fro, mad beard. Dude, his fro is absolutely. It's absurd. out of control. It's awesome. Those you've seen it, right? Oh yeah. So I just saw it like Fizz, baby. in the last twenty-four hours. It looks like he hasn't 
trimmed his hair. I'm sure you have to sculpt that thing. He a was bit. so funny because he was like was a bald coat. He was like, bald <laughs> and like kind of like clean cut. Always wore like really nice suits, like three piece suits. Yeah, he's scraggly right now. And then now he just looks like I, I honestly couldn't even tell who. I'm like, dude, this guy looks so familiar. Who the hell is it? And then his name popped up. I'm like, whoa. David Fizdale just kind of. Listen, he's rocking the same COVID cut I've been working with, dude. Yeah, it's just. We all went little... into quarantine and just let it go. This looks a little bit different. <laughs> um, oh, it looks different. But the, so, the principle's the same. The, the second thing I wanted to mention real quick is that it, it seems like it's almost a guarantee that a uh, Cavalier is going to be taking a bus somewhere else here soon. Uh, Kevin Porter Jr. Seems like he's on his way out. Dude, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Just yeah. like like a little <laughs> like childish temper tantrum from... Uh, hey, we don't know the whole story, bro. Right. We, we don't like, know the whole story. Don't do that to the your boy. I'm just saying, from what we have heard... Yeah, I mean, the story is ridiculous. The story like, is ridiculous. It's just... I don't know. It just seems very... It's all because his locker was moved, right? Yeah, to give it context, they, like we mentioned earlier, they traded for Jared Allen and, and Torian Prince. And apparently he hasn't been playing, like, very much at all this season. He was a big factor last year. was pretty good, actually, last year for the team. And so when he walked into the locker room and found that his locker was now moved over with, like, the young guys who don't give any minutes, and he wasn't with the starters, and Torian Prince had taken his spot, he started, like, throwing food and had a huge temper tantrum, and the GM had to come down and allegedly calm him down to the point where, you know, they're probably looking to trade him or maybe even release him at this point if they don't have uh, a home for him. Yeah, so just wave him. And he was pretty quality, like I said, for you guys last year. So who knows what the heck is totally going on. Maybe he got promised some stuff and isn't getting it or whatever. But, man, oh, man, that's a weird reason to blow up. What is it with Cavs players just throwing throwing food? I know, dude. Um, JR? I know. So, that's what I was going to say. Just like Cleveland with some weird stuff going on with, uh, I don't remember the dude's freaking name. The what? Coach. David Black? No. This coach? No. Michigan dude. John Beeline. Yeah. I They're keep, going out and playing dude. like a bunch of thugs. Listen, the only name that I could think of was John Beheim. I'm like, I know it's this oh, name. Oh, Jim Beheim? Yeah, not Jim Beheim. I could not get the last name out for the life of me. But yeah, dude, with like the whole beeline thing, um, this, like, it's just like weird. Like, you don't hear this going on in other locker rooms. Like, where it's just like super immature, just like bad optics. Yeah, but I, I think this is one guy. The other thing is a bit different. What the... Playing like a bunch of slugs, playing like a bunch of thugs thing. That's that's a bit different. Yeah. I don't know. It's really weird, though. That's for sure. You know, on a positive note, the Cavaliers are not 11th. Yeah, dude, they look good. They're they're 7th uh, in the East right now with a 6-7 and seven record. So I think the, the Hornets could move up. I think the Raptors are probably going to move up. I don't know if they still are. But at one point, with a like considerable amount of games in, they were top five in defense and offense. Um, I don't know about offense, man. Like I don't know how. I, I think mean, that I think that's the part that's dropped off. I think but, that's since changed. But yeah. their defense yeah. is still really good. Their rookie 
Uh, Okoro, who I think, Doge, you've seen him play live, if I'm not mistaken. Or you, I know you've been checking out some Cavs games. You've said some good things about him. He's been looking really good for them and, and, and is a great defender. So Yeah, Isaac? Yeah. I haven't seen him live. No, okay, okay. Excuse me. This year. Um, I wasn't but, sure if you were with Gord that one day. I, saw, I knew that he was like, at a game. Oh, Gordon's gone a couple times with the with the family seats. He went once with his family, and then uh, another time with a group of friends. But he's nah, literally sitting on the court for those tickets. It's I know. I saw one insane. It's amazing. Good for him. <clears throat> Shouts out, Gordon, the homie. <laughs> um. All right, folks. Well, I think that's it. Next one, we're going to know who's going to the Super Bowl. We get to talk about that. Yes, sir. Pat Mahomes. Get to talk about the virtual Pro Bowl. Oh, no. <laughs> what the heck is that even going to be, dude? That's going to be terrible. I hope it's just a Madden game. I hope it's just Madden. They just throw a Madden game on the TV. Do they still have those on TV? That show? Yeah, I think so. <clears throat> they should just do that for their teams. I totally agree. They should have them do a Madden tournament. a Madden tournament? I would watch the heck out of that. Oh, yeah, because I would want to hear the t- uh, trash talk. Exactly. Talent. Same thing like they did with the 2K. 100%. Dude, <laughs> what's his face? Uh, Pat, Pat Bev, Bev just talking trash, trash, trash. Oh, loses, 14, doesn't then, say yeah. a word. Classic. I mean, that's that's classic. <laughs> oh, that was great. But good pod. Good great talking. pod. Dill, thank you for being on. Thank you, guys. Teach, thanks for hosting. Doge. Absolutely. Doge Cat. It's always good uh, seeing your, your beautiful little face. Oh, yeah. It's always a pleasure, brothers. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for being on, Doge. Thank you for listening, everyone. This is The Clubhouse.